All right, happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you're relaxing, either uh, enjoying some football or doing whatever today. Uh, as promised, this is my 2019 Survivor Series prediction and preview show. Now, these matches that I'm going to, you know, preview and predict are in no uh, particular order. Um, I do not know in what order they're going to be on on the show tonight, but uh, let's get going. Well, for those of you that um, maybe kind of want a little bit of a precursor to some of these uh, matches or some of the individuals in um, these matches, I would get the you know WWE Network. It's well $9.99 a month, but you're, if you've never had it before, your first month is free. And if you would get the WWE Network, I would go back and watch the um, 2019 NXT TakeOver War Games that was on last night. Because some of these individuals that are going to be in matches tonight... We're in some, you know, pretty um, brutal matchups uh, last night. So their conditions, you know, are going to be, you know, in question or how effective they're going to possibly be tonight. But the first first match to preview here is for the WWE Championship. It's the champion Brock Lesnar versus the challenger uh, Rey Mysterio and this is a Raw exclusive match uh, this match came around um, because for well to backtrack a little bit more here um, there was an event in Saudi Arabia uh, last month uh, Crown Jewel in which you know Brock Lesnar um, defeated Cain Velasquez and after that match, you know, Rey Mysterio came and, well, came down to the ring and started attacking Brock Lesnar with a chair because Brock Lesnar in the past has, you know, taken out Rey Mysterio, actually attacked Rey Mysterio's son as well. So this became a, a personal thing. The, well, this past um, Monday on Raw, the stipulation came around for this match that it became a no-holds-barred, no-disqualification match, which I think makes sense because if you know anything about, um, you know, Rey Mysterio and Brock Lesnar, you'll know there's a substantial size difference and a substantial weight difference. So to give Rey Mysterio any kind of chance to have some sort of equalizer or to increase his chances of making some kind of impact or increase his chances of even possibly winning the match, you know, the, again, this stipulation makes sense to me. But for preview's sake, considering, you know, how much money they pay Brock Lesnar per event that he's on um, and how 
Oh, geez, I'm trying to get my words together right here. I apologize. We have for how much money they pay Brock Lesnar per event um, and how, you know, invested in him. It seems like WWE consistently is. I don't see any reason why Brock Lesnar will not win this match, even, you know, relatively um, handily. I know they're going to have to make it the match a little bit longer to keep it interesting and to take advantage of the no holds barred uh, aspect of it but at the end of the day Brock Lesnar wins this one in my eyes next match which will probably be my favorite of the whole night is for the Universal Championship it's the champion The Fiend Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan this is a SmackDown exclu- exclusive match. This match came about a few, like about three weeks ago, to about a month ago, after Daniel Bryan was attacked by the Fiend in the locker room after Daniel Bryan was having a conversation with um, Sami Zayn. Now they've had some, you know, in- interesting um, promo segments or interview segments. Where, you know, Bray Wyatt stated that the motivation for The Fiend um, attacking Daniel Bryan is to remind him of what he's done. Now, you'd have to look back several years ago in WWE history, but there was a brief period of time where Daniel Bryan was a member of um, Bray Wyatt's former group called the Wyatt Family. Now, Daniel Bryan wasn't in there very long because he ultimately, you know, turned against Bray Wyatt and, you know, had a, had a rivalry, you know, those years ago. But, you know, The Fiend never forgot that. So he's taking out his, you know, retribution and accepted Daniel Bryan's challenge. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. Daniel Bryan is a very good wrestler, if not one of the best in the entire world. But the WWE is obviously showing right now that they want Bray Wyatt to be this monster, to be this unstoppable force that cannot be beaten very easily, if beaten at all. So I expect... A short match here with with the fiend Bray Wyatt ultimately um, securing the victory and retaining the SmackDown Universal Championship. Next up on the card here is a champion versus champion versus champion triple threat women's match between... The Raw Women's Champion, Becky Lynch, versus SmackDown Women's Champion, Bayley, versus NXT Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. WWE's been doing this for several years now, where they've had champion versus champion matches, but the inclusion of NXT now, um, finally in a main mainstream event like this just brings more talent more excitement and more unpredictability to the entire 
um, match st structures and to the entire show structures in general. Now these, you know, three women have had their brief words with one another, but mainly they've been seen on each other's individual show, attacking from behind, or, you know, coming out and answering themselves getting called out. There's been, you know, chair shots. There's been um, finishing moves performed on one another. It's, you know, just been kind of ugly, but not much not as much attention to this triple threat match has been, you know, provided as I would have liked to have seen. I would have liked to have seen more um, promo interaction. I would have liked to have seen more, you know, um, fighting between the three of them. Um, you know, a little bit more, I guess, yeah, build to this match if it's as important as they want it to be. But understanding that, you know, there's so many matches on a pay-per-view card, you're going to be you're going to be limited as to what you can do in television time and, and things like that. But getting into getting into uh, prediction-wise here, um, I'm well. This is I'm kind of strung up here between who I think needs to win this match to show any kind of momentum to show any kind of, you know, dangerous force attached to um, one of these ladies' particular characters versus who my gut, you know, tells me is going to win. I'm going to go, you know, here with uh, gut first. And my gut is telling me that NXT's Shayna Baszler is going to win this match because she's been this submission specialist, yeah, specialist, this uh, nearly unstoppable um, force on you know NXT, and because she's got you know the wild card here too of having her uh, her two friends um, Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. Um, that she's known since, you know, UFC that could, you know, show up and um, tilt a match in her favor. But going also going by who I think needs to win this match, I think Bailey needs to win because she her heel character isn't working, you know, much for me, I don't, you know, take her very seriously as a heel or, you know, a bad guy. And I think that if she would win this match by, you know, any way necessary, it would only, you know, further strengthen her character, you know, give her some bragging rights and give her some um, promo uh, material and a little bit of leverage in, you know, future matches coming up. The next match is also a champion versus champion versus champion triple threat match. It contains the United States champion from Raw, AJ Styles, versus 
the Intercontinental Champion from SmackDown, the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura, versus the NXT North American Champion, Roderick Strong. Now, on SmackDown, this was the first time that any of the three of them had any sort of, you know, interaction with each other, and it wasn't very long. So this match, you know, I feel like it got lost in in the shadows here in terms of promotion, in terms of, you know, television time trying to get people interested in it. However, considering the athleticism, considering the years of in-ring experience between the three of these competitors, this could be, you know, match of the night. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles have had their, you know, time overseas in Japan wrestling. Um, Not sure if Roderick Strong ever has, but I know... You know, Roderick Strong had, you know, a strong um, strong following and strong career in Ring of Honor and everything. And he's, yeah, like I said, all three of these men are experienced competitors. Now, in terms of predicting this match and predicting who could possibly win... That's going to be, you know, incredibly difficult because not one of these men has a distinct advantage over the other. But if I'm going to go based off what my head or my gut is telling me, I would see the phenomenal AJ Styles pulling out this match. Because I could see his friends Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows getting involved to, um, you know, push the match in his favor. Even though, you know, Roderick Strong has his friends in the Undisputed Era. You know, he has Adam Cole, he has Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish that could come down and tilt the match in his favor. But... As I'm going to you know, talk about um, soon, um, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are going to find themselves in a triple threat tag team match. And Adam Cole, who was involved in a very entertaining, it's semi-brutal war games match last night in which he got um, dropped from the top of a cage through two uh two tables he's got a you know championship match um later on in the evening or earlier in the evening depending on where they want to place the match but you know i'm going to talk about that later on as well uh speaking of the triple threat tag team match the next match i want to talk about here is um well it shows Bra's Tag Team Champions, the Viking Raiders, versus SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the New Day, versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, the Undisputed Era, the NXT Tag Team Champions. This match, again, too, got, 
you know, kind of lost in the shuffle in terms of promotion, in terms of TV time and, you know, anything of that nature, even though if you look at their, you know, individual work as of late, all three have been, have been fairly solid and fairly dominant with, you know, the New Day only a couple weeks ago winning the SmackDown uh, Tag Team Championships. Um, so inserting themselves into this match, um, the Viking Raiders now have been, are two just overly strong, overly, you know, could be overly brutal, and surprisingly, you know, athletic talent that have steamrolled their way through raw tag teams and, you know, has, has shown that they can go toe-to-toe with anyone and they'll be very difficult to beat. The Undisputed Era have been, you know, the standard there in NXT as, you know, all four members have all the championship gold that NXT has to offer and, you know, through thick and thin, um, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly have the in-ring smarts and they have the, you know, the technique to, you know, also go, you know, toe-to-toe with anybody being, you know, um, not the biggest guys and not the strongest guys and not the most, you know, muscular guys, but, you know, they can get it done whatever way they need to, even if it's through kind of like cheating or through shorthanded tactics in a match like this though again you know I'm having a hard time being able to distinctly come up with um, a winner but in terms of predictions and in terms of what my gut's telling me I see Raw's Viking Raiders uh, winning what could be a very entertaining match now, in the traditional Survivor Series style, on the first of three, no, the first of two, it is only two uh, typical Survivor Series um, five on five on f- this. Well, okay, let me collect my thoughts for a minute here. This is not, you know, well, the typical Survivors, Survivor Series match is a team of five versus another team of five. And it's elimination style until one one team is left standing and, you know, every member of the other team has been eliminated. However, this year with the inclusion of NXT, we're going to see the first five versus five versus five match. And this match is going to be consisting of a team from Raw with team captain Seth Rollins and his teammates Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, and Ricochet. Now, for those of you that want a little bit of a, well, not a spoiler, but a little bit of more perspective, I'm wondering if, you know, if you did watch War Games last night, um... Or if you haven't, you know, where the spoiler comes in. But Kevin Owens 
showed up on NXT last night and was the surprise um, fourth teammate of, you know, Team Champa in that four-on-four war games match against um, the Undisputed Era last night, which is leading me to question, is Kevin Owens now officially a member of NXT again, or is he still a Raw um, Raw superstar who just did, you know, a favor for Tommaso Ciampa and his team last night. But the Raw team is going against the SmackDown team consisting of team captain Roman Reigns, King Baron Corbin, Mustafa Ali, Shorty G. Yes, that is his ring name now, even though, you know, he went by Chad Gable earlier in his career and the monster among men Braun Strowman now here's where things will get interesting and the invitation is there to tune into the Survivor Series um, pre-show on WWE Network that starts an hour before uh, Survivor Series actually happens which I think would be about um, 5 p.m. Uh, central time the reason why I say it's interesting is because the men's um, NXT team has not been announced yet however according to WWE news earlier uh, well I found out earlier today is that um, WWE Hall of Famer and NXT coach uh, Shawn Michaels is going to announce the five members of the men's NXT Survivor Series team tonight. So not knowing ahead of time who, you know, Raw and SmackDown is going to face, very well could give Team NXT, you know, a big advantage or the, you know, um, element of surprise. So not knowing who Team NXT is going to have represent them, I, you know, fairly cannot go and give a prediction at this time. The next match here that I want to talk about is the women's Survivor Series 5-on-5-on-5 elimination style match consisting of Team Raw with Team Captain Charlotte Flair Sarah Logan, Kyrie Sane, Asuka, and Natalia versus the SmackDown team of Sasha Banks, who's the team captain, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Nikki Cross versus the NXT team that we only found out about last night. Um, consisting of Team Captain Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, Candice LeRae, and Tony Storm. Now I think that there are a few wild cards in this um, matchup here that I don't, that I wouldn't have regularly put on 
any one of these teams but however when you've got the individual brand champions fighting in a different match and considering that you know some of them went through well the war games match last night for the fact that you don't want them to pull double duty i'm sorry that you don't want them to pull you know double duty and then you know an event like this um i just see that having you know sarah logan on the raw team having you know dana brooke and possibly even Carmella on the SmackDown team and having, well, the NXT team, I guess, is, you know, all right in my estimation, but having, you know, Sarah Logan and having Carmella and having Dana Brooke, who aren't even, you know, like, big name, you know, women superstars, they easily get, you know, lost in the shuffle when they're on the same you know, rosters as a Charlotte Flair, a Sasha Banks, a Bailey, um, you know, or Becky Lynch, who are you just, you know, the main, main women right now on Raw and SmackDown. And then, well, NXT, I mean, you've got, you know, Shayna Baszler, you've got Rhea Ripley, you've got um, Tony Storm that can show up, you've got uh, Io Shirai, who's pretty good, you've got Mia Yim, who is fairly solid. You know, there's a lot of, you know, talent in NXT, so you can't really take them um, take take them for granted. Thinking about, you know, who's going to win this match, I can see, you know, Team SmackDown somehow pulling this out because I just feel like they need to have some sort of big win they need to have some sort of momentum for you know individuals to take them seriously as a brand to take their roster uh, fairly seriously as well now going into the next match and kind of going back into some of what I previously spoke about um, there's an NXT championship match which was decided last night in a triple threat match which had Killian Dane, Damian Priest and Pete Dunne going up against each other with the winner um, facing Adam Cole uh, tonight for the NXT championship. However, you know, looking at the fact that I mentioned Adam Cole was in a fairly brutal War Games match last night in which he got slammed through a table from the top of a cage. His physical, um, you know, well-being is obviously going to be brought into a lot of question. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't go through with this match but if they do I mean I could still see it being fairly solid and a fairly entertaining match that could go really um, back and forth 
who I want to win this match versus um, who actually probably will win this match is a little different again. You know, I want Pete Dunne to win this match because he's, you know, this kind, you kind of can look at him as an underdog. You kind of don't take him seriously being um, shorter and being, you know, only 200 and, you know, five pounds going against a little bit of a taller um, opponent. Well, he's going pretty much always against taller opponents, but you know, he's a, he's a pit bull, you know, inside the ring, he's very scrappy, you know, he doesn't give up, he knows, you know, all joint manipulation when it least comes to the fingers, he likes to, like, manipulate the fingers to the point where he could possibly even break them in a match, he's, was the, you know, longest reigning, um, United Kingdom champion, holding it for a very, you know, long time and going through some pretty serious and very entertaining matches in, in his reign. But considering how high it seems like NXT and WWE is on Adam Cole and, you know, them wanting him to continue to be the face of the NXT franchise, I see you know, Adam Cole, um, somehow pulling this match out and staying NXT champion. There's another match that's rumored to possibly be on the kickoff show, which is, yeah, the hour before, um, Survivor Series starts. It could be, if it happens, it'll be for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, between champion Leo Rush and and uh, challenger Angel Garza. This match, I don't know, it doesn't heavily interest me. Um, I'm not heavily invested in it or heavily, you know, entertained by it. But I think that it could go either way with Angel Garza getting the slight advantage in my book being that he's a little a little taller, um, a little stronger, and, you know, can be just as athletic, if not a little bit more sneaky and a little more crafty than Leo Rush. Again, uh, I invite you to watch uh, WWE Survivor Series tonight on WWE Network. It should start about 6 p.m. Central Time. With the kickoff show starting at about 5 p.m. Central Time. Um, again, thank everybody for listening. You know, I still invite um, individuals to provide listener support. I still, you know, invite um, voice comments to hear about what you think of my show, uh, what you'd like to hear more about, hear less about. And I'm still, you know, inviting anyone that would like to be you know, on the on the podcast to, you know, reach out to me and we can, you know, schedule a time here to do an episode together. This has been the 2019 Survivor Series preview and prediction show. Have a happy Sunday and go pack go.